Hello, everyone. You're listening to the Live Your Raw Life podcast. Welcome to the platform where the intention is to help you live your rich, authentically aligned, wholesome life. I'm your host, Rachel Ann Watkins. Together, let's raise our vibrations and awareness in order for you to live the raw life that was meant for you. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Live Your Raw Life podcast. I hope you had a beautiful holiday. If you are in the United States, last week I kind of talked a little bit about what that means to me and how that has shifted over the years. And, you know, holidays can be super challenging, and we're now in really the thick of the holiday season. If you are one that celebrates Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, New Year's, all the things are coming up and they're coming up fast. And, you know, they can be challenging because we're rushing to get here or there and we're cooking and we're cleaning and we're entertaining or hosting. And then we add the layer of family and sometimes various topics that come up at the holiday table or the holiday gathering. And it can just add this extra stress. And sometimes you may leave that gathering just like feeling overwhelmed, frustrated, depleted. For some of you, maybe you walked away feeling like very alive and thankful and grateful and Whatever the case is for you, however you moved out of this November, the energy, the feeling that you're sitting with, just know that it's there to serve a purpose. Before I get into today's conversation, I would like us to just take a moment to ground. Let's just root and ground into ourselves. And if you are driving, you can pause this and pick it back up when you arrive at your location. Otherwise, just find a comfortable seated position where you're sitting nice and tall. Spine is long. Gently close the eyes. Plant your feet firmly on the ground. And take a deep belly breath. Inhale, your belly expands. Hold for just a moment at the top. And exhale, sigh it out. Belly contracts. Again, just like that big belly breath. Inhale through the nose. Slight hold at the top and exhale, belly contracts out of the mouth. On your next inhale, imagine the air is moving from the brain to your heart as you bring that fresh oxygen into your lungs It wraps and swirls around your heart space, your heart center. And as you exhale, that energy, that movement from the heart moves up towards the brain. 
and out the tip of your nose. Inhale, the air, the energy comes in as it wraps and swirls around the brain, down into the heart. And as you exhale, that air moves from the heart space, swirling up and up and up around the brain and out the tip of your nose. Again, another inhale here. Energy, positive light, swirling around the brain, moving down to the heart. And as you exhale, that positive light, that positive energy moves from the heart space, swirling around the brain and out the tip of your nose. Now find a normal rhythm, steady breath. And slowly blink your eyes open. When we find the heart-mind coherence, the heart-brain coherence, it just resets and recalibrates your whole energy field. And it really is very grounding. And it's something that you can do anytime, anywhere, with the exception of driving. How do you feel after that? I feel more clear. I opened my eyes and things were just a little bit clearer. My mind moved on from anything that was bothering me. My heart feels wide and open. And I'm so excited to be here with you today. Thank you for joining that grounding practice as we begin. So this week, speaking of holidays and family and some of the joy and frustrations and excitement and stress and all of the things that can come from that, I'd love to make a beautiful, exciting announcement and talk a little bit about what you could expect. So over the last 10 weeks, I have been part of such a beautiful project. I've been co-authoring a book, which I never saw coming. This is such a funny story. I never saw myself being an author. And those of you that know me, you know, you might think the same thing. And those of you that don't know me, just for like reference, sometimes I do silly things. In fact, when I was in elementary school, I think I was in fourth grade, and the librarian at my school told me that I was a brunette with blonde brain cells because I just did stupid shit. And sometimes I still do. The beautiful thing about when I do stupid shit is I am able to laugh at myself. And that is so important. Just being able to laugh at yourself and not take everything super seriously. I wasn't always like that, but a lot of times when I did dumb shit, I would laugh. So that's a little bit about me. Oh gosh, the stories that are out there. 
crack me up. But that's the librarian telling me this, right? And as I've gone through life, I am drawn to books. I love, 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 love used bookstores. If I can make my way into a used bookstore, I am so there. Just being surrounded by books brings me so much joy. So when we were downsizing, books are heavy. Books take up a lot of space. I needed to downsize my book collection, and that was hard for me. It was really challenging. And I just held strong in what brings me joy, what books bring me joy, what books brought the most transformation. Those are the ones that I've kept. And since we've moved into camper life, my book collection has continued to grow because I just love books literally that much. But I never saw myself as one who would have their name on the outside of a book. However, about this summer, probably like July, yes, it was in July, I was working here and one of my mentors popped up on Facebook or somewhere that said she's live. She offers so much wisdom in regards to business and being an entrepreneur. And so I was pretty far deep in going through a mentorship program with her. So I was like, perfect, I have time, I'll jump in. Well, I didn't really know what I was jumping into. And lo and behold, I jumped into a Q&A for potentially being one of the authors of their next upcoming book project. And I was like, how did I end up here? Like, why am I in this session right now? But I sat and I listened, you know, wasn't thinking like, oh my gosh, for sure, this is for me. I was just listening. Really great questions were being asked. It was a really beautiful conversation. And then they announced the name of the book. And you guys, it hit me on such a guttural level I was like, this is for me. I am to be a part of this project based on the name alone. I don't know how in the hell I'm going to be part of writing a book, but this is calling me. And I set up an appointment the next day to meet with the woman who would be helping facilitate this whole project and the process of co-authoring a book. And we had a great, beautiful conversation. I chatted with my husband about it. And I just really felt on a soul level, on a visceral level, in every cell in my body that this was for me. And I was obviously left with so many questions like the how. And this is something I keep hearing, like the how doesn't matter. The how figures itself out. So I just needed to make up my mind. And I took a very scary leap and I became part of this project. We started in September. We had our first meeting and she has such a beautiful way of taking us through the process of writing our chapter. So there are nine of us total, nine co-authors that all share our stories. And we all have stories from vastly different backgrounds. And they're really spectacular. Like some of what these women have accomplished and gone through and overcome in their lifetime amazes me. 
to see where they are now and really get to know these women. I mean, we have authors in this book from all over the globe. One of the authors is in Jamaica. There's some more in Canada, the United States, the United Kingdom. Like they were from all parts of the world. And we came together and we shared our story. And I didn't know initially what story I was going to share. Those of you that have been longtime listeners of the podcast, you know I have quite a few stories. For example, from the time that I wasn't able to use my right leg after I had our youngest son, to how I overcame that and how I found this energetic spiritual world to help me heal through that, to how I changed my diet and my food and going through yoga teacher training and all of the energy healers and light workers that I've been able to have crossed my path and helped my healing journey. Like there have been so many and there's so many stories I could have spoke to. And it was very clear that spirit was working magically through me as I started writing. So as I started writing my chapter, it was important for me to kick it old school and put pen to paper. Because when you put pen to paper, you are writing from your heart space. The reason you're writing from your heart space is because your heart is connected to your hands. There's a meridian line that extends out from your heart to your hands. So I would just start writing and I would do little sections. I should back up a second. First, I would do a 10-minute meditation to call in my spirit guides, to request and ask for their help in the writing process. My story became very clear. I knew exactly what story I was supposed to tell, and it's scary as hell to put this story out into the world because I have held it so private and so close to my heart for so many years And I know in my heart and in my soul, in every fiber of my being, that there are so many others out there that have a similar story, but are afraid to talk about it. And that was why it was important for me to share this specific story. So would do my spirit guide meditation, call in my guides, and I would just go in little sections. I would write in chunks and the words just flowed. It just flowed onto the paper. By the end of it, I had about 14 pages written, maybe a little bit more. Maybe it was like 16 pages written. And then it was time to transfer it to the computer and... When that process started happening, again, I did my meditation, called in my spirit guides, and the words began to shift just a little bit. I remember there was a day where we were actually driving, and we were going to go see some friends, and I was like, (laughs) I have got to get this on the computer. Like, I've procrastinated because going back and looking at the story, it's really challenging. I really had to face a lot of things. And there was this fine line that I really wanted to make sure that I walked as I was sharing the story, that I was no longer playing the victim, that I was showing and demonstrating deep love, compassion, that I was walking this line of 
sharing my story and allowing it to be heard, but in a way that nobody was the bad guy, right? So that was really, really important to me. And it was really challenging to do because it was changing the narrative of how I have told the story for a large portion of my life. So I did my meditation. We get in the car, I start typing, and all of a sudden, I was just like looking off. I remember we were driving through Glenwood Canyon, which if anybody has been through Glenwood Canyon, it is one of the most beautiful canyons I've ever driven through. It is stunning and gorgeous, but I was just looking up at the rocks, and I was writing my story from, you know, what I had written. But all of a sudden, every once in a while, I'd kind of gaze off to the right and I'd just be typing. And the words just came and they just flowed. And I knew I had to just go with it because it was spirit doing the work. It was spirit working through me to ensure that I was using the right words, I was saying the right things, and I was demonstrating my story in a way that really did come from love and compassion, free of judgment that everyone who reads it understands it and can resonate with it, you know? So that was pretty amazing experience. And then it went to the editor and it was like, you know, that's a little nerve wracking. Like you're putting such a vulnerable story out to someone else. And then when the edits come back, you're like, oh my gosh, what is it going to be? you know, but you just work through it. And I did. And coming out mid-December, so later on this month, you will all have an opportunity to purchase this beautiful book. And this week, we are allowed to announce the title. And this is what knocked me. This is what got me. This is what made me realize that yes, this was for me. The title of our book that will be launching later on this month here, December 2021, is called Wounds to Wisdom. Wounds to Wisdom. Wow. That's a powerful title. And when you read the stories, I have had the honor of listening to the authors read their stories. That has been powerful. And for you to be able to read these stories that will leave an impression in your life and on your heart and in your soul could potentially radically change your life and the direction and your trajectory. True story. Going through this process with these beautiful women, I mean, we are of all ages, (laughs) and backgrounds and locations. It's just incredible. So if you are interested in learning more about when you can get your hands on this amazing book that is coming out, I would recommend to do a number of things. You could follow me on social media. That's Instagram at Live Your Raw Life or Facebook at Live Your Raw Life. Or you can go to the Live Your Raw Life website and sign up for the newsletter and you will be alerted when you are able to finally get your hands and purchase this book. 
So all the links for all of those are in the show notes of this podcast. And I look forward to having some of the other authors on the show in the coming weeks because their stories, whew, oh my goodness. And how could I forget one of the most amazing things about this book is that all of the proceeds are going to a charity of our choice. We have all given suggestions for charities and they're smaller charities. You know, it's not like Susan G. Komen or some of those bigger ones that receive millions and millions of dollars. These are smaller charities that oftentimes go unnoticed. And so that was also really important because it's all about supporting, you know, these beautiful, amazing souls and organizations that do so much good in the world, but oftentimes go unnoticed because they're not backed by big dollars. So all of the proceeds for this book are going to a beautiful charity, which we will be announcing later on this month as well. And I'm so excited. With that being said, I look forward to sharing more and more announcements with you. I would love for you to follow the Live Your Raw Life on Instagram or Facebook or join the newsletter so you can receive messages so you know when it is time to go and purchase this book. It is an amazing book. It's packed full of beautiful souls and beautiful stories that will greatly impact and leave an imprint in your soul. So that is my super fun announcement for the week. I hope that you had a wonderful holiday season. I hope that you enjoyed our grounding heart, mind, breathing technique and practice at the beginning of the podcast. And I look forward to hearing more from you in the future and seeing you join on social or joining the newsletter and being a bigger part of the Live Your Raw Life community. I want to thank you for showing up, for being here. It means the world to me, and I am so grateful for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Sending you so much love. Have yourself a beautiful day, and we will see you next Thursday. Heal yourself. Heal the world. It's always an adventure. Adventure awaits. If something in this episode resonated with you, please subscribe to the Live Your Raw Life podcast and leave a review while you are there. When you rate and review the podcast, it opens up the platform to a wider range of listeners. Your support is greatly appreciated. Sending light, love, and positive energy your way. We'll see you next week. 